0: Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly.
1: And we're back to Baseball Mainly. It's the best part of the week, isn't it? It is. Tuesdays are my favorite days. Hey, with us uh, in, the, in the studio, as usual, we have... Corey, the director of baseball operations. Oh God, don't put that on me. Stewart, <laughs> Corey, uh, it's an exciting time. This, you know, we're coming down to the end of the season. Uh
0: huh. I, I could be end of the season. Could be tonight. It's a little bittersweet. It, it does. You know? It hurts. It always hurts around this time, especially it, when the Tigers aren't in it.
1: Well, we're not expecting the Tigers to be in it for a while. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe a few seasons. I'd say that, that Yeah. maybe quite a few seasons. Who knows? Yeah. And with us also, Ethan, the Statman Pearlman.
2: How's it going? It's going well. How's it going with you? Uh, it's been a long baseball season, which will end tonight. Mm-hmm. It will end tonight. It will been not go so- another. No, you oh, don't I, think so? No. Gosh. I
1: I am wearing my Washington hat just not because I'm a fan. But because I wanted to go at least one more game.
0: Yeah, we can't get enough baseball. I want seven. I, got to go seven. But then I realized that I made a bet that said I was going six. Yeah, you said you said last show six at. So at least it need to go six. So tonight. Yeah. Here's something. Then,
1: here's something to know. Washington is playing in Houston. hmm Every game has been won on the road. Yes.
2: Until tonight.
0: <laughs>
3: well,
1: it would seem the odds are in favor of the home team winning tonight, wouldn't you uh, think? You would think so, but. And Verlander's pitching, and I mean, he's due to win one in the postseason, really, wouldn't you think? Yeah,
0: I wanted it to be with Detroit, though.
1: Well, uh, I think that's. Cool. Is it. Somebody told me five games? He's lost
0: five. five. Yeah, five. five. Yep. Are these World Series games? Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. That's that's hard to believe. It's hard to believe that he's
2: yeah made five appearances in the World Series. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, that that part's not so much hard to believe. I'm actually surprised it's well he's had more than five starts. Uh-huh. He's only had five decisions because if you think about it, 06 with yeah. the Tigers, yeah, 2012, 20 what is that 2017 they won. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then uh, 20 this year, so he's already made one this year. He at least made two or. Th- Three starts, the previous one. Yes. Plus, I think he's actually started six. He may only have five decisions. Though. Right. Well.
0: Poor Justin. Poor Justin and yeah, his. I don't feel too his, bad for yeah. him. <laughs>
1: yeah. What did he win, 21 games this year? Mm-hmm. 21. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's, he's, he's no Mickey Lowlich. No. No, of course not. Who, by the way, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned it before, but I thought I I'd mention it again.
0: Well, in the upcoming, well, in the offseason, we need to go through the list of people that we believe need to be in the Hall of Fame.
1: Let's take a road trip to Cooperstown and pick it. Okay. What do you say?
2: <laughs> I'm down for that. All right. This day in baseball history, Bobby Cox, what happened? Uh, he becomes the first manager or person to be named manager of the year in both leagues when the Baseball Writers Association selects him at the, as the National League's top manager. The 50-year-old former third baseman won the AL honor with the Blue Jays back in 85 and then led Atlanta to their first pennant after the team finished with the worst record in baseball the previous year. Well, there's hope for us then, right? (laughs) They had the worst record in baseball the previous year, so next year...
1: It, it, if we due? if we have the right manager, I guess, and I think Gardner is no. a good manager. I think
2: so. We, we we ain't going worst to first in our division in one year. All we need. I don't know who who do we have to really compete with besides Minnesota now. Look, guys. All, I mean, and then Cleveland well, and cl- we need, Kansas City and Cleveland's going to retool though. There's talk that Cleveland may ship out Francisco Lindor, and the Dodgers are actively pursuing him. Of course him. they would.
3: Course so they would. I yeah.
2: mean, if you ship out like if you ship out Lindor. Getting a crap ton of of, of a return. True, and, of course. Uh, Dodgers have a crap ton of talent yep. here. Um I, I'm not quite farm. sure what
1: a crap ton well, is. Well, I, <laughs> I can't use the other word,
2: which be which would be much more impactful. Well, let's be
1: PG13 at least yeah. here.
2: All right, let's. Uh, now the
1: Tigers could go to first. I think say that it. they could. They I mean, just need to get stronger up the middle. Yep. They need guys who can hit. Yep. And they need pitching. Sure, but other than that,
0: <laughs> so they need everything. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't Minnesota a few years ago literally lose like over a hundred games the year before, and then came back and actually made the playoffs in the wild card spot?
2: Yes. So there is hope. But but Corey, their prospects that were in the majors. We're not as, Jess would put them, double-A players. <laughs> they were legit major league yeah. prospects. The only player on that roster that year that didn't play up to the hype, and it's because his hype was so high, was Byron Buxton. You never
0: know what could happen in the offseason. All these young bucks that we have that play in double-A and triple-A could look at this year as a learning experience, go out, try to really craft their their skills, Come back next year and be an all-star team. I'm I af- can't.
1: Laugh I'm afraid when I- at this point we're going to look more like Baltimore has looked the last few years. Yeah. Just continual, continuous mediocrity. Yeah. Because the guys we had on the field this year shouldn't have been in the big leagues. Sure. Almost at every position. Mm-hmm. Are and we-, we cut four guys this oh, yeah. last week. I know. Yeah. Among them was John Hicks. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a guy that's probably a bench player in the big league
2: somewhere. Sure. But, but then watch him go to a team and then actually start oh, producing. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that well. Always
2: happens. well, there's gonna be plenty of options on the free agent market at catcher, so that that's not a huge loss. No, sure. They also
1: cut Blaine Hardy, mm-hmm, who mm-hmm. has been a serviceable reliever. I know. Lefty.
2: Really,
1: he's he's had really no faults
2: when he's he had his tenure here.
1: Daniel Stumpf, who has been a decent lefty. Well, I I, I I believe
2: Stumpf is actually now in the minor league system. He never got picked up off of waivers so i believe he actually still is a part of our organization roster. Uh, yeah so we'll see him next
0: year when you bring him back up when yeah. we can't a few,
2: a few of the guys that they designated for assignment did clear waivers so not all of them are gone okay
1: hmm. well i just it just dustin me.
2: peterson being another one of those who in another year or two if he were to come back up could be an, could could be. Be an interesting player um but realistically, the Tigers, in my opinion, are a year and a year and a half, year to year and a half still out.
0: Are we putting? Are you going? Are you well? It's kind of go, hard to go to over, but over or under next year for wins and losses. Are we, right gonna have, now? Oh, are we gonna have? Yeah. If nothing changed, they would set the record. So you're going over uh, uh, next be, year.
1: They'd a, they would have a, at least 120 20. losses. So
0: are you going? Are you? I don't. Th-
1: you know, they're, they're going to make changes. Yeah. They're they're going to be guys who come up. They're sure. going to be surprises. They're going to be guys who get healthy There's that can moves, come back.
0: Because Lloyd McClendon's now the active bench coach, right? Mm-hmm. And now um,
2: who's the new hit, who's the hitting coach that's kind of taking uh, former. What is that? Former player development? Yeah, right. Former player development. So you never know. I don't remember his name, but <laughs>
1: not are, putting this all on Lloyd. There are so many holes that I don't know. I don't know how long it'll take to fill them. We're, you know, people are talking two, three, four years.
2: It's not. It's and not going to be that some, long.
1: Some of these guys, you know, we've got some great pitching in the minors, mm-hmm. but we also pitchers you don't know arm, right. arm trouble i mean case in point this week scherzer yeah he's hurt yeah this is you know this is the guy that i think the nationals were hoping to ride through
0: the world series right. this has been ailing though uh, he had these issues a little bit when
2: he was with mm. the tigers too right he had these issues earlier in the year too right. yeah and uh in my opinion Washington did a smart thing a few years ago with Strasburg, uh uh-huh. and shutting him down for a little bit then bringing him back. They didn't do that with Scherzer. It's going it, to it's, it's come back to it's bite got, him in the butt. He's got that violent whip it's and the same no thing wonder with, he's had But It's just that violent whip and I, It's the same thing with Chris Sale. Yeah. They got similar arm motions mm-hmm. just from opposite sides. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually you're going to It's going to it's going yeah, it's going to come back and bite you. And I'm honestly I honestly will not be surprised if it's a you know, if it's a shoulder tear. Oh god. I really by, by, w- by what's Series. come out in the news, it sounds to me more like a shoulder tear than anything. Than anything. Then he's he shut down then. Yeah. Yeah. Well maybe somebody will step up. We shall see. What happened in two thousand one? Uh Bud Selig at that time was the commissioner of Major League Baseball considered eliminating two teams by the start of the twenty 20- or 2002 season, uh, the teams in connection were the Montreal Expos and either the Minnesota Twins or, at the time, the Florida Marlins. Wow! So
1: uh, we know the Expos went. Mm-hmm. The other two teams stuck around.
2: Well, yeah. the Expos went, but they they realistically came back. Yeah, they did. Was it two? What what year did
0: Miguel Cabrera win a World Series? Uh, that Lions? was
2: 2003. Three. Wow. See, that would have been different oh, 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 if they got oh, oh, rid of them. O three or O four because that's the same time you had uh, Clay Buckholtz down right. there. Hmm. Uh, Anibal Sanchez. Yeah. So young Anibal Sanchez. A young Clay Buckholes who then went into medioc- mediocrity. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And in two thousand eight, the Phillies. Yeah, the Phillies and the, at the time, Tampa Bay Rays. Complete the first-ever suspended game of the World Series, playing three innings at Citizens Bank Park, where the Phillies end up winning 4-3 to in Game 5 to win the Fall Classic. This was the team's second franchise uh, World Series championship, and their first since 1980. So,
1: they've only won the World Series twice? Mm-hmm. That's amazing to me. The Phillies have been around a long time. Yeah. Uh, And in 1980, that would have been with Pete Rose, probably. Mm -hmm. Rose would have been with him. Speaking of, uh, you know, in the previous uh, article you read, uh, Bud Selig, uh, Rose and Giamatti had a deal, apparently, where Rose was going to get out from under suspension. But
0: apparently that never happened because it didn't uh, didn't work out. Nope, didn't work out for Rose. Not so much. Speaking of deals, uh,
1: Century Mortgage Lending. (laughs)
0: Nice can give you a
1: deal. Century Mortgage Lending, uh, sponsoring our show. We're really appreciative of that. Uh, great people over there. You can reach them at 248-258-4977. It is time to refinance. It is time to purchase. If you don't own a home or you're looking to move up, uh, great time to get pre-approved and go out and look uh, because rates are very low. mm mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, Century Mortgage Lending, centuryml.com. You can refinance. I'll get you pre-approved. And uh, you, know, you might want to go over there and talk to Elizabeth. She is uh, awesome, I, really I, professional. Mm. I, I, you know, I spent 37 years in that business, mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in the back end of that business. But I know that everybody in that business is not professional, is not caring about their client and is, uh, is not as efficient as these folks are. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mentioned before, You know, I've refinanced with them twice now mm-hmm. and just keep getting my payment down lower uh, without increasing my uh, amortization. And I love it. Uh, 248-258-4977, save yourself some money. They have a zero cost loan uh, and they'll take care of you. Uh, I recommend them highly. Century Mortgage Lending. Please tell them you heard about them on baseball mainly. Well, what else? Uh, what's happening uh, tonight in the World Series?
2: Well, as we've previously stated, that it's uh, Steven Strasburg going up against Justin Verlander as the starting pitching matchup. I mean, it's all on the line for uh, for Washington tonight. It's win or wait another all- year to try yeah. and win it. Yeah. Um, and honestly, you know, tonight's their. Best shot of winning a championship Do you think, do you think uh, If they don't win The World Series this year That
0: they, we probably won't see them Next mm-hmm. year in the World you Series You won't see them for another
2: few years a Few years. talking about Houston? No, uh, we're talking Washington. about Washington Why is that? Um, because, in my opinion Depending on what the severity of Scherzer is Strasburg can opt out after this year And I think he will He'll go somewhere else Sure Um, So you lose uh, a possible ace on any other team, but a few teams. Yep. Corbin, not doing well. Sanchez is going to be done, I think, in another year as a starter. And that uh, that lineup, you're going to lose Rendon more than likely. So that leaves you with your cornerstones being Trey Turner and Juan Soto. And in the past, they've considered trading Trey Turner. Mm. I think if they don't win it this year, and you lose Strasburg, you lose Rendon, you might as well start the rebuild because you ain't yeah. going to win squad in the NL. Now,
1: now Soto has that that nice little dance in the box,
2: right? hmm Yeah. He's, well, are he's, you referring to Soto or Geraldo Parra? No, Soto. Okay, because yeah. they, they both have a similar Soto the you step out yeah. and yeah. Yeah.
1: he'll do a little shuffle. So I think he'll be hurt next season. Because of the shuffle, because somebody's gonna hit it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well. Think, think about think about what happened to uh, Iglesias and no, no. what was the guy's name? Uh, that uh, O'Dor. Oh, to, oh yeah, Probably with the, uh, Batista. Batista, I'm thinking, yeah. you know, I'm, Batista Baptist well, uh, Iglesia bat flip, uh, Church. Anyway, I,
0: don't uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a my... problem with that bat flip. Well, the the bat flip. Well, he, he did the bat flip after the fact, but yeah. he, he was sliding into second. It was second. the slide. It was a slide. But the the backflip
1: just yeah. Put well, the, the, anyway, uh, yeah. So, I, I, you know, if, if I'm a if I'm a big league pitcher and that guy's dancing around up there, and I've got the kind of control those guys have you know we're way ahead way behind i'm tired i don't feel like pitching anymore i might i might take a shot at him sure and and, and it happens all you know? the time well, it, i'm it, not saying it should and i'm not and, and i'm not saying i would ever throw at anybody because i couldn't hit him i don't sure. have that kind of control right and i'll throw hard enough to hurt him uh-huh. so uh but there's just something about it
0: you know i i Victor Martinez was notorious for dancing around and not getting in the box. Not like that.
1: No, no, that's that's delay a game. Sure. This guy is dancing. (laughs) He's he's like doing a shuffle or something. And uh, I
2: think it disrespects the game. I think it
1: disrespects the opposing team.
2: Yep. Well, and, he, and it he, bothers me. He may not be able to do it next year, as they're thinking of implementing that uh, that same rule they just implemented in the minor leagues and in Arizona Fall League, where if you don't stay with one foot in the box, well, I thought they were getting had... a strike called on you. I thought they already and they had... did it in the Arizona Fall League. Right. against a tiger player who then got ejected. But I thought that they already implemented that, and that's why I was kind of in, curious in, about of
0: why in the minors. To... Oh, just
2: in the minors. In the area. minors and in, uh, I believe, independent ball. Okay, That is linked with Major League Baseball. We'll actually get into that later. Because back when we had Castellanos,
0: I remember a game where they, Castellanos kept stepping in and out of the box. Yeah. And the
2: umpire barked at him saying, stay well, in the box. And Nick was like, what are you talking yeah. about? Well, the, the one thing that I know they were talking about, and it may have been more or less, it's not implemented yet. But they want to get to keeping one foot in the box and then going. Mm-hmm. One thing that I know that they did implement was when the umpire asks you to step into the box, you're only getting asked once. Then you can get penalized. Yeah. So, per at bat, if you're stepping out multiple times and he has to keep asking you to step into the box, he does have the right to call a strike on you. Hmm. Um, I don't believe any umpire has officially done that because they don't want to do it. We'll
1: call that the Reichel-Maines rule. Reichel, we call him Rico is a is an umpire in MSBL and uh, they you're allowed to have a designated runner in our league where uh, you know a guy might have a pull but he'll bat he has to get the first. once he gets there somebody can run for him. Hmm. you can have two of those in your lineup. Well if you're not ready to go, Rico says play mm-hmm. and if you wait, and nobody runs out there because they're trying to find their helmet. Because we're a bunch of old men, we can't find our stuff. <laughs> He'll call a strike on a batter. Really? Yeah. And I thought, deservedly so, man. Get in a game. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I, I, I that's am, funny uh, though. I, I, I th- however, having said that, I have a problem with timing baseball.
0: I do too. Are, are you are you talking strictly on on speeding up the game in a way, like kind of like. If baseball really
1: wanted to speed up the game, they'd mm-hmm. cut down the length of commercials. That's right. If they really wanted to speed up the game, they would get umpires to call strikes. Mm-hmm. I think we
0: talked about this in our first episode.
1: Holy cow, man! There was—did wow. you see? There was a—there was a. Uh, uh, Washington was batting uh, n- uh, in the last game. Mm-hmm. Had a guy at first, three-two count on the batter. Yep. Ball was off the plate mm-hmm. and at least major league high. Yes. Called a strike, called a guy out, ended the inning. Well, that's yes, a, that was a controversial. That, that
2: sped up the game. But at the same time, that ump at home plate, I, uh, the last game, was completely all over the place. Oh, of course it was. Yes. It was terrible. But
1: what I'm saying is that wasn't a strike all night until then.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: if If umpires will establish a little, you know, Give a guy a half a ball off the plate, inside and out. You know, call a real strike zone. Mm -hmm. Don't tell me the strike zone is from above the knees to below the waist. Sure. You know, come on. Well, Well, yeah, well here's Make those guys swing. Because you know what? You know what they're doing now? They're throwing a lot of high fastballs that are out of the strike zone. Uh Batters are swinging at that Mm -hmm. because they don't know what a strike is anymore. Right, right. Well, well if if they There every, should be if they a consistent go to strike zone way. and I think we're gonna see an automated strike <sighs> no. zone of okay. some so sort. So
2: the best thing with that is we wanna speed up the game. This automated strike zone is gonna make the game ten times longer. Why? Because you see on these fox tracks or whatever you're gonna call it the little square on the TV. A lot of these calls that pitchers are getting for strikes do not fall into this box. Batters aren't swinging at a lot of stuff that isn't falling into the box. I don't know if you've noticed, I think walk rates are going to go sky high. Strikeout rates are going to go down because batters are going to notice, hey, if I don't believe it's a strike, I ain't going to swing.
1: True. Well, they shouldn't. if they don't believe it's a strike, they shouldn't be swinging now.
2: But they don't want to put it in the ump's hands. If How many times ump- do you
1: see a ball, especially on the inside, called a ball that is in that box? Often, Not, mm-hmm. it happens a lot. They call. They don't call the inside strike on a, uh, depending on which side of the plate you're on. Because the batter will kind of move out of the way, and the umpire says, "Ah, maybe it was off." Well, it doesn't. It here's the thing with it, at bottom, least with, at least the automated strike zone is going to give some consistency. Really? I don't really
2: like really? it. Yeah, it will. It will, it will give but, consistency, but I truly believe it will make the game longer, I and think it, it, will, it will, will and it will make but, it will make home plate umpires. question the game. Well, I get that. But here's the thing. And with officiating in all
0: sports, because it's human error. Everybody is. You get a blown call. You miss somebody hitting another guy 10 feet off when the ball is coming to him. You don't throw it. plan only Tell us how you really feel, Corey.
2: Tell us how you really feel.
0: But here's the thing. It's so easy, because everybody has somebody looking at them from up in a box somewhere or in New York or something Mm -hmm. like that. Why is it so hard that you can't just get a little earpiece behind a home plate umpire's, you know, in here? He calls what he thinks it is. Then if the if if, the, doing. if you know if the people up in the box are saying no 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 that was actual strike, then you can go back and say, Okay, yeah. Or give being able to at least give a challenge flag well, uh-huh. or something like that. I don't a want this ball. automated a challenge, challenge ball. ball. <laughs> challenge, yeah, throw a red flag on the uh,
2: thing. Um I don't know. I but just
0: I, I just the automated thing but no, to me but no, is no, that's just what they're so doing. Gross. That's what
2: they're doing though. The the whole automated system is just a computer with a re- with, I was about to say a referee, with an umpire mm-hmm. sitting at the computer watching where the pitch landed in what they're calling the strike zone, and he's relaying through a Bluetooth headset, strike. Now is ball. that so? Here's the thing, though. With that,
0: though, will that automated system also go in plays when someone's coming into home?
2: No, that's up to the. Uh, that is up to the, the umpire. Um. Okay. The the automated system is only for balls and strikes. Got it.
1: So in this case, you don't really need an umpire behind the plate. Well no, you well, still do for the, the, plays, the play. plays at the plate. Yeah, he doesn't have to stand directly behind the catcher anymore.
0: He technically doesn't. No, he really doesn't. If that's the case, then he doesn't. He has to be he could can be
1: change also, all the positioning he be on in the, the field. lawn
2: chairs. In <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they'll take that away. Because you also still need to know, hey, did that pitch hit the bat or did it hit the bat? Because there are so many of those that you okay. see nowadays right. where it's All right, for the
1: purist who doesn't want to go to an automated umpire? I don't want an automated umpire. Why would you want to go to replay for for uh plays at
0: the bases? To get them right? Well, yeah. Well, what what we're talking about is getting balls and strikes right. That's where I kind of fall into the gray area with the whole replay system because you re- always fall in the gray area. Oh yeah. The replay system was supposed to help speed up the game. But then it slowed it down because they can't make the decision and they were under rule that it has to be within 2 minutes. What was it? Yeah, well they they minute, put, they, put they they put that rule and they didn't follow No, the rule. and that's what I'm saying. And the and they're, you're you're at the game. I went to a couple of games shockingly earlier this year for the Tigers and there were a couple of times where they had to go to the headset. And I'm standing there and I'm watching the clock. 5 minutes go by. For a play at home uh, at first base, another three minutes go by. I'm saying seven, really? You're going with eight minutes right now with making a play at home play right now. It was ridiculous. The crowd started to boot. Well, the people that were there, I wouldn't call them a crowd. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't leave the game how it is, just add the, the little things. Don't add any more. To me, there's adding more to the ba- the game of baseball. You're taking away what baseball really is.
1: You, so. you know, if you listen to a Tiger broadcast, mm-hmm. and you'll listen to uh, Dan Dickerson mm-hmm. and Jim Price, and you know they have a monitor there. They can see what happened. And they can see the replay. Yes. The umpires are now. They have their headsets out. And, uh, and Dan will say something like. You know, Jim, I don't see any way they can call him out on that play, <laughs> and they'll and they'll go on about that for a couple, yeah. you know, 20, 30 seconds. And uh-huh. He was definitely safe. safe. Yeah, yeah. And inevitably, the umpire calls the guy out. Oh, totally. Now, I I was getting down on Dan and Jim for that. Sure. However, I while on vacation, while we were out in California, mm-hmm. we're listening to games on satellite radio. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. Other other announcers. They're they're looking at it. and uh-huh. Oh, the guy's out. He's for sure he's out. Yeah, yeah. No, he's
2: and the umpire comes back and says he's safe. It's mm. it's they're they're probably getting a different feed than what the umps are getting. It too. is sure. Or sure. maybe
1: the guys in New York aren't getting as good a feed as as we see at home. It's a drop down
2: well, aerial shot. the one thing ducks. that they can do that that they try to do, you know, on the broadcast is they do try to do the zoom in. I'm sorry, but While it's great watching it on the Tiger broadcast of them zooming in, does the foot touch before the ball hits the back of the mitt? You know what? In New York, they can piece together the two images and say, okay, at this point. Speaking of zooming in, and you have something Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about this. So they
1: always get it right in New York?
2: I didn't say that. But all, all I'm saying is that, you know, as they talk about it on the broadcast, they, they may not be getting all the info that the Major League Baseball Review Committee is using to, so to, make, to make the proper call. Right. And so. there's a reasoning for that.
1: So I, I see what you have here on the rundown for zooming in. Uh,
2: hey, I, whoever was doing video for a center field needs to get a raise. promotion.
1: I trust that we don't have
2: video. Uh, no. no, but if you would. But if you would like the video, go to Twitter. It's there. Yep.
1: I, I'm, I'm getting a, a little note here from uh, our folks in the booth. Uh, Scott is on the phone, I think. Are you there, Scotty?
3: I have the video. Scott has the video. I told my wife I was going to be very upset if she did that, and I cannot believe she did that. Yeah, listen, I bet she oh, did. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to be honest with you, as stupid as this may sound, and I haven't really gone too much into it but they were there to bring awareness to to breast cancer awareness. I oh. mean, what? What better way? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Didn't think about it like so, that. Bro, I bet I, I've seen. Listen, I've seen worse. I've seen worse
3: on Bourbon Street. So I mean, and how are you going to keep those girls out of a ballpark? Right. <laughs> Every woman in America now is going to have to lift up their top to see that if it's them. I'm pretty, pretty sure place, Cole you know.
0: saw it. Looked this on, and because he, he, if you look at the video again, he he does take a kind of a quick glance back. But I don't know if he was looking back at the uh, at home plate or if he was looking a little bit off to the left. Well, this is kind of bringing
1: well, back a, a tradition from long ago. The guys, there were guys that used to streak across. the oh, yeah. baseball and still football happens. fields still happens. I uh, they just don't
0: show it on television.
1: Yeah, anymore. well, and that's no, good. I mean,
3: who would want to really see that? No, so. for sure. <laughs>
1: well, uh, and, and we didn't really mention it to people who are listening. There were a couple ladies who were. Um, Topless, we'll say, going okay. across the baseball field, and this was at the uh, was
0: it in, in, in the, the stands.
1: In the in stands, the stands
2: yeah. yeah, they just lifted up their shirts for yep. about five seconds, yep. got caught on camera, and uh, yep, they were trying we're to at,
0: distract Cole. So they were definitely Washington fans. Well, I'm
2: sure that would be a distraction. Well, and the the best part of this whole story is after they get caught, and then get you know told to never come back to a major league stadium, the first thing they do is they go to Twitter. They tweet that they did this <laughs> with the video. Uh-huh. I mean, if you know, people didn't want to know who you were, you don't do that. They wanted people to know who they were. Oh, of course they did.
1: And do you really think, uh, if, if they were to go to a different stadium, that the gatekeepers would know? Who they were?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, no, um, no well, they're welcome in Detroit anytime.
1: <laughs> hey, they're happy to. Have, we're happy to have any fans right here. Yeah, right right I'm sending
3: them lifetime passes to play at the plate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so now we see what we have to do to get to go to play at the plate. Oh uh, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it's, it's become. Uh, it's. Uh, I, I'm not gonna go there. So <laughs> okay.
1: Well, let's 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 move on to something a little more serious. Uh, there are all kinds of. Uh, Movements among, among uh, managers and GMs mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the big leagues. Pittsburgh uh, fired their GM. So, Ethan, have you applied for the job yet? No, I don't want to work in Pittsburgh. No. <laughs> so the GM is gone and yeah. the manager's gone yeah, yep, in yep. Pittsburgh, and nobody's filled those positions And I think the,
3: base, the head of baseball operator, I think the president was also fired. Oh, wow. I mean, they're cleaning yeah, the house in Pittsburgh big yeah, time. Yeah, he was fired and a week and, uh, or so ago.
1: Well, what, yeah. What do you think of the manager there, Clint Hurdle? What did you? I mean, I thought he did an okay job there. No,
3: I, I didn't hear. Him. Uh, I, I actually knew Clint Hurdle. Did and, you really? Uh, Clint was, yeah, he was a hell of a Is a hell of a nice guy. Uh, he was my camp commissioner at the only fantasy camp I ever went to years and years ago, a Dream Week fantasy camp, which was supposed to be a Cardinals one, it turned out to be a Phillies one. But he was uh, <laughs> fabulous, a great guy. I mean, super duper nice. And I think he, listen. A manager can only work with who the front office gets them, right? And uh, I don't think he really, except for the one or two years when he had uh, uh, McCutcheon and a couple other guys at mm-hmm. the high of their career, and a little bit of pitching, yeah, that uh, they were ever going to succeed. I mean, it's just a small market team. It's too bad because that is one beautiful city and one unbelievable place to see a ball ballgame. Oh, oh, what a great
1: ballpark, for sure, PNC. Hey, the Yankees uh, fired their pitching coach uh, because obviously it's his fault that Batances gave up a home run.
3: Well, I, 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 yeah, all, Larry rothschild has been around for a while. I see him going to Philadelphia now that uh, Durardi's there. Oh, yeah. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he did. And they were very kind in, uh, in the uh, New York papers here, but Cashman and uh, um, somebody else in the front office, they, they praised Larry. Uh, they, they praised him for his work, but you've got to make changes once in a while. I don't think he's a big analytics guy. And I think that's a big thing now.
2: You know who I think replaces him? The great Mariano Rivera. Great. Who, who better to step in as that pitching coach for Aaron Boone? Hmm. Mariana Rivera. You think so? Wow. I definitely think, without a doubt. You heard it here first.
3: <laughs> Is <laughs> it? Remember, I mean, remember I, I got Mookie Betts. Remember I got Mookie Betts going to the Cardinals. Yeah, okay. that's true. I, I hope so.
1: I, I like Mookie I like. Betts. Good player. Uh, uh, Red Sox hired uh, head of baseball operations, Kaim Bloom. Yeah, do say the name? Yeah, he's uh, he's gonna
2: yep. be re- he well, he's replacing Dave Dombrowski.
1: Nobody can replace Dave Dombrowski.
2: No, no, uh, well, Avila did. E- ex- <laughs> except for every team he's been with, and then you know, kind of blown their prospect pool out of proportion to grab talent, and then only win one World Series with two teams that he's made super teams with. Well, you yeah. have to. You Doesn't know, surprise me. If you're
1: in Boston and you won a World Series, you're thrilled you know, for what they went through.
2: You yeah, know, I'm not sure they're as thrilled with this last one as they were with the last two, because the last two were at pivotal times. The last two, one broke the curse, and then the other one was right after the Boston bomb- Marathon bombings. True.
1: Well, we talked about the Phillies hiring Girardi. What do you think of Girardi, uh, Scott? Uh, you know, you're close to that.
3: Solid. I, I, I thought that he would be the Cardinals manager when Matheny left. Mm. I thought he was a perfect choice for them. I, I was surprised that they stayed in-house with Mike Schilt, um, who I never, I mean, I used to see Mike Schilt walking down the hallways when we were at Palm Beach or whatever. A nice guy, but I never thought he would be manager of the Cardinals, and he's turned out to be a very good choice. But I thought Girardi would have been a great choice for the Cardinals, and is a great choice for the Phillies. He's a solid baseball man. I mean, you know, he's enough analytics, but enough baseball smarts and heart to know when a player can do it or can't do it. You know, numbers tell a story over a long period of time on players' performance, but that doesn't necessarily correlate into the moment. Yeah, and I think that gets lost a lot today. And uh, uh, I think he's—I think he's a good manager. I think he'll—I think he'll do well there. I mean, I think, I think do you I, think I, Phillies I will the be Phillies to challenge yeah. both the Nationals and and Braves next year to? Uh, For that division,
0: so definitely competitive, you think, Scott? Next year, definitely competitive next year with the Phillies uh, with that move with Girardi, seeing them a little bit more, yeah, more
3: scrappy, a little bit more. You think he'll be able to work
0: with uh, Harper pretty well?
3: I think he will. I think he can work with anybody. I mean, he's uh, he got a bad rap, you know, not working with young players. I, I I didn't get that at all. Yeah. I mean you know Aaron Judge came in and all the other guys and Sanchez and this thing. <laughs> They made it to almost one game, they made one game short of the World Series. But mm-hmm. so I was very surprised that he even left the Yankees or was asked to leave or whatever. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, he, I think he's a solid baseball guy. A great pickup by the Phillies. Mm-hmm. A great pickup. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, Girardi worked well with, uh, or so it seemed, with one of probably the biggest egos in baseball at one point, Alex Rodriguez. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, I think Harper's actually a little bit easier of a person to deal with than Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: Oh, well, you never know. But uh, well, we wish him well. Hey, we've uh, uh, Ethan pulled up this report that uh, Major League Baseball is going to overhaul the minor leagues and eliminate forty uh, uh, really lower uh, lower level teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do you what do you see as the upstart of that,
2: Ethan? Well, they got one hundred and sixty teams right now all across the country. Um, I'm actually for this because. Some major league teams have four four main minor league affiliates. Some have up to, like, six or seven. There, there's no need for it, in my opinion. I, I like that they're trying to cut more of the short season off and get it to where you have maybe one short season team versus three, and then you got your single-A, full-season, double-A, triple-A. But the biggest thing with this report is, yes, they'll cut 40 teams, but they're then going to bring back teams and make something called the Dream, the yeah the Dream League, which would be an independent league that Major League Baseball would still be running, and that would allow players who are not drafted to still pursue an opportunity as a professional baseball player with a much more, with, 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 with a wider audience. And more of a chance of making a major league roster eventually.
1: So, is this a a problem for an independent like uh,
2: USPBL here? I'm going to uh, go with Jimmy I'm going to go with no because they've also talked about in this reducing the the draft from 40 rounds to anywhere between 20 to 25. So, with most of the players that get drafted after the 25th round. Very few you see actually sign deals. Most of them are high schoolers that end up going to college or college players that are not offered a contract, but were drafted. The big thing with this is it will still give them an opportunity to pursue their dream, but they may not get drafted. They'll make very, very little money, but they'll still have that opportunity to one day break through. So Mm -hmm. would this
1: be maybe an opportunity for a place like... The US PBL, Jimmy John Stadium here in Utica. Might it might it bring them even more uh, potential players? Might it give them the opportunity to increase the number of teams.
2: The the only thing I see with this, because this is gonna be a very separate thing from the already established independent leagues, it could actually pose a threat to the US PBL, depending on where they place these teams at. Yeah. If they place a, a Dream League team in Detroit in the Metro Detroit area, that could hurt US PBL uh, because w- because more people I think will go out to watch guys who would have been you know thirtieth round draft picks in the you know if they if they do reduce their size guys that have enormous talent who if they were you know just had that one uh, flaw kind of filed up a little bit better would have been a minor leaguer from the start, it could pose a problem.
1: So uh, Randy Dobnek might have gone to a dream team rather than USPBL. Yes. Yeah, what a great story that guy is. Um, well, Scott, speaking of minor league teams, in April I know that you have a great event coming up where two well, minor actually, league Actually, I have
3: from... some very big news for you. Oh, yeah. let's hear it. Um and baseball mainly is the first people to hear this. Oh. Yes, we have our seventeenth annual play at the plate Palm Beach Classic, which will not be played in Palm Beach. Oh. Spring training this year is has been extended one week, which makes unfortunately our dates from April second to fifth. There's no field availability, and the lockers are not available. The next week is Easter, and then the following week is the 20th of April, which is really too late because leagues start back home. I've known this for about a month, in all honesty, but we were trying to do everything possible to wriggle out some kind of arrangement with them. We may have been able to do it, but without the amenities that the event provides no locker room, no nothing, just pull up and play, which to me would not have been the Palm Beach Classic. Mm -hmm. That all being said, I am thrilled to announce that we are going to be going the same dates, just a little further up the road to historic Dodger town. And the new Major League Baseball renovated and run Jackie Robinson Baseball Complex. Wow. And what
1: what are the dates for that, Scott? Second That is
3: April 2nd through 5th. So the dates have not changed. I will be sending out a mass email this Friday to all our uh, contacts or whatever. So we're very excited about it. I have actually signed the contracts today. And uh, I found out about this. Unfortunately, it was uh, my... Best friend in baseball who is the uh, clubhouse manager at Roger Dean on my way to Texas last month he goes you better be sitting down but I think Palm Beach might not be attainable next year because uh, MLB and minor league baseball extended their season so um, I'm, since that time I was basically scurrying around trying to find a place and uh, very happy to Dodger Town. It is a fabulous facility, and will give us even more than we have offered at Palm Beach. You can actually stay there if you want to. Um, they have a bar, they have a pool, they have a we'll have a gigantic barbecue one night on site, and we will be able to play all day inside of Holman Stadium, historic Holman Stadium. We'll have that all day, three games a day, two other fields. They've all been re-laser graded by MLB. Um, the complex is absolutely to die for. It's an hour north of Palm Beach, so I'm going. To be, I'm heading down next week to play in an event in an MSBL event. I'll be stopping there and uh, taking some more pictures and getting another layout of the land. Uh, but we're very excited that we're going to be able to go there for this one time. Uh, they know that also. But there's going to be something else that's going to be happening at Dodger Town. So there's a lot of things in the works going all the way to 2021. Um, but we're going to have our first event at Dodger town. I'm still going to call it the Palm beach classic certainly. And then we'll return to Palm beach the following year. So I certainly did not want to cancel the event. It is our signature tournament. It's where I started the business. Um, I don't think I'll get too much flack from the customers. It's uh, you can fly to Palm beach and drive the hour up or you could fly to Orlando, which is probably cheaper and drive the hour down. So it's in a beautiful spot. I'll find another nice hotel to stay at and, uh, we'll be playing baseball in Florida again, April 2nd through 5th. So it's, uh, exciting, a little, you know, like disconcerting that I've been going to the same place for 16 years and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll take a break, but, um, there's certainly, and the people like the people at Roger Dean did everything possible to try and make it happen. They didn't want to lose us for the year, That's just the way it works out. I mean, we will play baseball in a live facility and the, uh, fields were not going to be available on either the Cardinals or Marlins side. And, uh, We'll just uh, head up the road a little bit, yeah. and uh, we'll have a, an event at a historic, beautiful site, and uh, I don't think anybody will be worth the worth wear for it, so no, then, uh, we'll, we'll Scott, take it from there. For,
1: for as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'd be just as happy playing there, and the reason for oh, that it, it, is...
3: It's going to be fabulous, and, it, and they have a lot more to actually offer us as far as on-site amenities. I mean... Uh, I'm trying to get a real good deal to stay in the bungalows right there at Dodger Dodger Town. So if I can get a real good deal, we might be able to offer you know an upgrade package to our clients. So it, it's uh, it's a work in progress, but the deal is done. It'll be this. I, I thought keeping the dates the same and you know keep the dates the same, and you have to make sure that you have to offer what Palm Beach offered. There has to be laundry service. Has to be a locker room. Has to be lunch. And we're gonna have all that and more. So I, I think, uh, and then uh, in all honesty, I think our trips to Iowa next year will probably be the last one. Uh, it's a tough place to go out. I mean, I love Iowa, I love Dyersville, I love the people there. I might even end up working for them down the road doing some things. But to keep holding a bench there, this would be our technically seventh event in four years and we're gonna run the Fantasy Camp World Series. But I want to bring the Fantasy Camp World Series to a place that is more in, uh, resembles a Fantasy Camp and go to a place like Dodger Town. So let's yeah. get our feet wet in Dodger Town. And then 2021, or maybe even the fall of 2020, or whatever, we can hold another Fantasy Camp World Series at Dodger Town. So Dodger Town is going to become a, an integral part of play at the plate for years to come, but we will just move the Palm Beach Classic there next year. for well, Scott, uh, we had uh, you... a...
1: We had a young lady on our show a few uh, months back who played in an event with, MS, uh, with MLB uh, uh, for women, and she. It was at Dodgertown. and uh, from the looks of it, and from how she talked about it, it's, it's fabulous. On top of that, the high school where I coach will be going over that Easter break. Over, I don't know if they call it Easter break, mm-hmm. but over. Yeah, Easter that
3: was one break. of the things that actually we had to wait for. They are committed to youth baseball, high school baseball, and when uh, the signups for that ended and field availability became available at Dodger Town, then we signed the contracts. Had that not happened, we were probably looking in maybe you know Orlando, or then I would have been in some pickle trying to find a place. But we're thrilled that we have it. Um, I called them today; the I found out the news, and they've been very good to deal with. And uh, you know, I'm listen. my my best friend is Dave Vondahar, who I love and adore. Who's the clubby at Roger Dean. And Dave's not going to get the money this year. I mean, that, that, that breaks my heart that he's not going to get the tip money and he's not going to, I'm not going to be around him and I am going to see him next week. And uh, I'm staying at his parents' house. That's how close we are, but you know, he's not happy about it. I'm not happy about it, but you know, listen, every once in a while, a fly hits the ointment, but we're thrilled that we'll be able to go to someplace like this. And, uh, I've uh, been to Dodger Town a couple of times. It was a great-looking facility, but now MLB has come in and redone the fields and made some major upgrades. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. Uh, we're gonna make it uh, uh, a great, special time. So uh, that's done, and then uh, Durham. The dates for Durham are um, May 14th to 17th. You'll come in on the 14th, and we'll have batting practice and stuff on the field. And then we play in games the fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth of May. That is a week before Memorial Day.
1: And I can attest that's a great feel. just a
3: great field, it is and a, a great town. Field. And uh, we have maybe one big surprise I'm working on that I can't let you know about right now. Mm, okay. So, All right, and well, it's in your area. Ooh, ooh. Cool. Go to it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, be- before we let
1: you go, before we let you go, I need your uh, your prediction on tonight's game. Strasburg. Well, you got to like the visiting Drew. teams in this
3: World Series. That's True. all I can tell you. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. It's all been visiting. I think Strasburg uh, gets them to game seven.
1: Oh, yeah. cool. Uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm wearing yep. my Nationals hat today because I want to see a game seven, not because I'm a big Nationals <laughs> fan, but because I want more baseball.
3: So uh, You know what? I hate to tell you this. <laughs> and I, maybe I shouldn't even tell you this. But I'm hoping for Game Seven, which I will probably not be able to watch. I am going to the theater tomorrow night for tickets we bought months ago in uh, in New York, and there's just no way out of it. So if this goes to Game Seven, I'm going to be watching a play with the phone between my legs, <laughs> 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 and hopefully the game will uh, the play will end before the game does. But uh,
1: so what are you going to see on Broadway?
3: Actually, we're going. We went. Uh, we're going to see. My uh, uh, daughter loves a. a Group called Pink Martini. Have you ever heard of them? They're an eclectic, large band that plays uh, uh, uh big hits or whatever. I mean, it, it's it's pretty cool. I love their music. You know, they play uh, a lot of songs you'd know and hear, but they do it really grandiose. And I've always wanted to see them, so we're going to the Beacon Theater. To see it, and there's just no way out of it. I mean, we're in the third row in the center, and. Uh, I told my daughter I wasn't going to that oh boy I, I wouldn't have a grandson anymore oh, so uh, well, maybe you could
1: get a word so, to the band and will play a little take me out to the ball game yeah. uh, uh, you know what out. I'm
3: definitely going to send something back there maybe they can just flash the score up from the yeah. stage or something <laughs> <laughs> um, actually you know actually just uh, culture we did go to a show uh, saw a very interesting show uh, at Lincoln Center uh, Saturday night we saw LBJ The Great Society Ooh. starring Brian Cox from the, the HBO show, uh, I think, Succession. He's the, the father in it. Very interesting. interesting. very uh, Very interesting. But anyway, well so Scott the, uh, we, cultured Scott Green.
1: We, we're happy to have you on today. The the website is playattheplate.org Anybody interested in playing ball should check it out. Uh, it's just awesome. I, I It's a great yeah. experience. Joey reminds me, my son reminds me every time about the time he and I played at uh, uh, at Roger Dean and that uh, his batting average for the tournament was 720. <laughs> and he reminds me that mine wasn't. <laughs> so uh, yep. it, it, what a great experience. And, uh, man, look so forward listen, to Listen, your... we're going to
3: have—and you'll have another great— I hope that uh, uh, you'll come to Dodger Town, too, Jessica's because it's going to be great. There's well, we'll no see so what we can it. do. I mean, not, everything is there. Now yeah, I mean, a, technically, you wouldn't have to leave the facility if you didn't want to.
1: Yeah, and well, now it's a matter of uh, his schedule at school. He's now in uh, the university, and so uh, we got to work around that because it's too expensive to skip. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna go out with you and, and get a little field of dreams action here.
3: Cool. Thanks, boys. We'll speak to you next week. Sounds good, Scott. Hey, Scott. Thank Scott. you.
1: Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. Well you know uh it, it, I love talking to him because I feel like I'm talking to some pro baseball player that's right doesn't he sound like always. it? always He's got that New York hey. accent going and and he does know a lot of people in the big mm-hmm. leagues and he and he knows a lot of really good people right but, uh, well, that's By good going that, to his yeah. events I've gotten to meet a few of them
0: It's good that he didn't have to cancel on the on the on the event so. And they found somewhere.
1: Oh, I, Vero Beach is nice. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the Dodger Town is is, is especially nice. Well, uh, who do you guys like tonight?
0: Uh, you know, I don't want Verlander to win. I really don't. But I Take also do. Take emotion out of it. I know, but you know, that's what baseball is. It's all about emotion, right? Uh, I thought it was
2: about whoever scored the most runs,
0: honestly. And uh, I'm gonna have here, to here. say, I'm gonna have to say. Washington, it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I think Washington's going to take it uh, in in seven innings. Or in seven seven innings? Seven innings! They're just going to call the game right there in nine innings, and Verlander gets another loss on his record. Oh, my.
1: You know, I... I don't understand the animosity against Verlander. I don't have animosity against Verlander. I'm just saying, I just like him. It's hard
0: to, it's hard to root for him to win another World Series with another team, and see him win and be the last game of him pitching. I mean, if he goes nine innings and throws a no hitter or a perfect game and wins it all, and he's, you know gets MVP and a Cy Young out of this. Well, no, that he wouldn't get a
2: Cy Young out of this because they mean, only he, regular he, season, but... He's still going to get the Cy Young. I'm sorry. See, he's going to get the so? Cy Young. Then yes. I say, I say no, congrats because, to Justin Verlander, but... Justin, I can't. Justin Verlander had the better overall regular season, which is all that matters in Cy Young voting because voting ends in the regular season. But... Corey, I have to disagree with you. Uh are going Houston in Verlander, five. Verlander, Verlander, no, I'm disagreeing with you on tonight's score. I know, oh, I, I, look. Oh, I, know I took Houston in five, but we're in game six. Right. So uh, I still have Houston winning. Verlander's going to go about seven innings. Shut out baseball. Eight strikeouts, maybe walk one guy, give up less than five hits. Astros are going to jump on Strasburg early. Final score is probably going to be somewhere between... Uh, Eight to two or eight to nothing.
1: Well, you think uh, we might get a uh, no-no tonight?
2: Not a no-no, but I'm 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 truly a believer that right now, Houston's offense cannot be stopped. You can throw Scherzer out there tonight and relief. I'm and all he'll over get, the board, and he'll get
0: destroyed. I'm all over the board with it because I did say when Pat Sheridan was here that Houston mm-hmm. was going to win in six, and he did too. And
2: and then, uh what did you say yesterday on uh, I the wrap with Maz and friends? I think I you don't said he, know. I think you
1: said
0: uh, Washington.
1: And I wanted seven. seven, and now I just don't even know. You know, you, you know, baseball, you don't know. I don't. You know, if it's hard, there are balls that are hit. It's a lot let's, let's say a guy swings late and hits a ball. Uh-huh. He's, a, he's a right-handed batter. Hits it down the right right field line. Uh-huh. It's it could be inches foul or inches fair mm-hmm. and make all the difference in yes. an inning, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a difference in what may turn out to be a strikeout or a double. Yeah, uh, and you know that's baseball. And the nice thing is, as we talked before, we we're talking about getting a game going. Whatever, it's not timed. No, until that last out is made, it's not over. Nope. Right. It ain't over till
0: it's over. Scoreless yep. all nine innings until someone gets nope. a walk off. And I well, tell you,
2: that still means Houston wins. Oh, dang it! Uh, <laughs> fine, Corey, let it go. Let it go no. nine, let it go nine or eight and two thirds scoreless, and then ten. End.
0: They go ten. I I do and like, still a walk off. No walk off. I do
1: like the players on uh, on Houston, just up and down the lineup. I do too, and you know the guy who. The guy who is their sub in center field, Mereznik. Mm-hmm. that guy's a good ball player. Yeah, this guy's this guy's a bench player. He's he's, he's fantastic. Yeah,
2: yeah. Anyway, well, who we're, do we're, you got? Uh, I well, I, you know, I think I it's to- pretty representative by the hat. Well, I uh, no, you may I, not own a I'm Houston just wearing hat. this because I want
1: one more day of baseball. <laughs> one more day of baseball. Give me one more. Uh, I'm I'm kind of pulling for the Nationals because I always pull for the underdog. Sure. And, uh, you know, they haven't won a World Series there in, since the 20s? 30s. Uh, 30s? Yeah. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I do—you know, guys, you don't remember this, but I do remember the Senators. I, in fact, I think that's where Denny McLean went after he was here. Mm. They traded him there for uh, Eddie Brinkman, maybe? it eh, doesn't matter. Uh, well, it's been by this hour's gone by in a hurry. We've only got uh, a, a few seconds left. You guys are awesome. You guys, you know, Ethan, thank you for the great rundown today. I'm, I I know some of our viewers are disappointed you didn't have video of the, the flashing women.
2: <laughs> I appreciate
1: that you didn't.
2: Well, uh, we'll, we'll put the Twitter handle of where you okay. can find this video on Facebook. Well, I'm also uh,
1: thankful for for Scott being on today. Uh, I just love talking to him. He's a good guy. That's uh, uh, playattheplate.org want to thank our sponsor, our other sponsor, uh, Century Mortgage Lending at CenturyML.com. Check them out. And for uh, Ethan, Corey, Jess, whoever's back there in the booth that I can't see, <laughs> thank you guys. Let's play two.